You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Massard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for coming back to the show. I hope that you are enjoying the content that we have on our podcast. And hey, if you haven't hit that subscribe button, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends and family about your credit today and all of the things that you're hearing about. So today, what we're going to be talking about is your credit equals your habits. Ooh, that's kind of hitting home, Angela. I don't know what you mean by it's my habits. Well, here's the thing. The FICO score is scientific math and it's based on human behavioral patterns. Well, now I know that sounds so weird, right? But how do they pick up on behavioral patterns? Well, what we're talking about is your financial behavioral patterns, how you use money, how you pay it back, the type of interest that you use, how many credit cards you've had over the life of your credit, how many times you close accounts, how many cars you buy on a yearly, monthly I mean, not monthly, but let's just get real. How many cars you buy on a yearly or every five years? How many homes do you have? How many types of loans do you have? And then the business credit side, we're not even going to get into that today, but those also have the same metrics that are involved in them. So we're going to talk today about what is involved in that whole FICO scoring system, the mathematics that are involving your habits, and some of the things that you really need to look out for when you're looking at a copy of your credit history. Because a lot of my clients call me and say, you know, I don't understand why this, this, and this is showing up. I, I don't understand why I have three FICO scores or credit scores, and I want to debunk all of these mysteries. I want you to come here so that you feel like you are getting fed all of the information that you need to know so that you can be dangerous in the credit world and you can have that FICO score and pull out that cape and be an 800 FICO score and no one will defeat you. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm going to go over a few of the different things that we have to look at and be uh, or to understand when we're talking about our credit history and our habits and what this FICO score is looking at, what the mathematics are calculating. So the first thing we want to talk about is debt ratio. Well, what is debt ratio when it comes to credit? Well, it's, you know, how much do I owe on paper? How much revolving credit do I use? How much installment credit do I have? What's the difference between revolving and installment debt? Well, revolving debt is a credit card or a line of credit. It doesn't have an ending date. So what that means is that it continues to revolve. It continues to have interest that's being used and or for my friends out there that pay off their credit cards every single month at the end of the month and they don't use interest, which is all of my students out there know is not a good thing. You want to at least two times a year revolve interest and pay it to the bank so that you get the highest FICO yield. What am I talking about? 
taking a sidebar here, the 80-20 rule. So two times a year, you want to practice the 80-20 rule so that you can make sure and get the highest FICO yield. What does that mean? So when the bill comes in, you pay 80% of the bill, you leave 20% to revolve and pay interest the following month. And it's very simple to do that. It doesn't mean that you have to spend $10,000 on the credit card and make your payment and your interest payment so high. Make it stupid simple and plan plan for it. So use $100 that month. And when the bill comes in, you pay $80, leave $20 to revolve and pay interest on $20 the following month. What are you doing? You're being smart and you're playing the game to win. So that's what revolving credit is. And the FICO score is looking at your utilization and how you use those credit cards. Revolving credit cards, believe it or not, are one of the biggest driving factors to your FICO score. So you really, really have to pay attention to that and you have to use them. It's not enough to have a credit card on your credit report that you never use because that means that you're a bigger risk to the bank than an asset. All banks and financial institutions want to see you actually using your credit card at least once or twice a year. It doesn't mean that you have to use the credit card every single month, but they do want to see that you're using it. Otherwise, if they don't see that they're, that you're using it, they'll close the card or they'll cut your spending limit either in half or in a third. So it's really important to make sure that the credit cards that you have are credit cards that have really good interest rates and they are credit cards that you're going to use. A lot of my clients have credit cards that they'll never use and they put in the safe and say, you know what, I'll save those for a rainy day. I tell this story all the time because my grandma, she was the cutest little thing in the world. She was actually a Holocaust survivor, so she was super frugal. And she always used to tell me that it's very important to be accountable to your finances and to count every penny. And boy, I wish I could tell my grandma that I've done a perfect job at that. But unfortunately, there's been ups and downs just like with all of us. But the great thing that she taught me was to understand not to put our credit cards in our wallet all of the time. She would take me when it was time to go and get my you know, clothes for the next school year and she would go into her freezer and she'd have her credit cards in a block of ice. And she'd tell me the story every single time while she's unfreezing her credit cards under the hot water that it's important for us not to have access to these all the time because we're human and we have wants not necessarily needs, and those wants will sometimes drive us, if those credit cards are in our wallet, to use them at a time when we're weakest. So when you're in the mall and you see that beautiful dress that you want, but you know your budget says, ah, 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 you shouldn't be buying that. If you didn't have the credit card in your wallet, you probably wouldn't buy it. So just keep that in mind, friends. But revolving credit cards are your credit cards like your Visa, Master, and Discover. American Express actually does have a revolving credit card, but most of their credit cards are sign and travel, and those are considered installment credit cards. And why is that? Because sign and travel is I use what I use that month, and at the end of the month, the total payment is due. So that is considered an installment credit card. What are other types of installment credit? 
Those would be your cars or your homes. And why is it called installment? The reason for that is that there are installment payments on those types of loans. So when you go and you get a a car and you lease it or you're buying a car, you know that the payment is going to be X and you know it's going to have a maturity date. And that's called installment credit. So your debt ratio is not only looking at your revolving credit, which like I said, revolving credit is one of the biggest factors, but it's also looking at your installment credit. Now, a lot of clients always say to me, well, I don't understand why my debt ratio is an issue. I make a very good income and I only have few credit cards. But the thing is, is that there's no stated income on a credit report. So no one knows how much money you're actually earning on a yearly or a monthly basis. So they have no way of doing any type of mathematical calculation with your debt and your income. That's only when you're getting a loan or you're filling out an application to borrow some money. So your credit to debt ratio is always going to be different than your debt to income ratio. So the debt to credit ratio is what the FICO score is always looking at. So if you have two credit cards and let's say next month you use them past 90% of what your high credit is, that means that your debt ratio is going to be high and your FICO score will be low. And the thing to remember, friends, is people say all the time, well, I just paid off that credit card, so it should be showing the current balance now. That can't be further from the truth. We've talked about it in old shows that the way that you can know and understand when your credit card is actually going to be updated to the three CRAs, the credit reporting agencies, is you have to look at your statement and find the closing statement date. Once you find that date, 72 hours later, that information will populate and show up on the uh, all three credit agencies and your balances will be accurate. So just a little nugget there. You know, the other thing is, is how do I use my credit? How many credit cards do I have? Installment credit versus revolving credit. And what's the difference? We've already talked about that. And we talked about the 80-20 rule. So how many credit cards do I have? I have a lot of clients that come to me and I look at their credit cards and the number of credit cards that they have. I'll never forget I had this one client. She was the cutest thing in the world. She was married to a multimillionaire and she thought it was great to go out to these different small retail companies and they would say, hey, you know what? If you open up a credit card, we'll give you 10% off your purchase. So she ended up with 50 credit cards. Yes, friends, you heard me. 50 credit cards. Now you can imagine what a nightmare and a mess that is. First of all, you're getting 50 statements that you have to pay on a monthly basis, not to mention have to keep up with the mail and all of the information that reports to your credit history. So I said, you know what? Let's dummy this down. Let's get rid of all of those credit cards that you have and let's get you three main large spending credit cards and you can go to the bank with that. You can use them as much as you want. Just make sure that you keep your limit to ratio in a comfortable place. Meaning that once again, what I just said is you want to make sure that your your uh, balance that you owe on that credit card is not super high only when you're going to purchase something. Otherwise, it really doesn't matter. But I have a lot of clients that are kind of freakish about their credit scores and they check them every day. But you have to remember, if your balances are high, your FICO scores are gonna be a little bit low. Ah, Moving right along. The other things that are reported to your credit history and have something to do with the algorithms or the mathematics that FICO is looking at is who am I? 
How many places have I lived in my entire life? How many times have you pulled your credit history and have seen where you were born, the address where you were born? (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that it's not necessary to have 20 different addresses showing up on your credit history. The credit agencies can suppress that information and they will only show the last seven years of residency and where you've been living. And again, friends, it's really important to make sure that you update that information because employers can look at that as instability, specifically if you move a lot. So just keep it up to date. Now, the other thing is how many ways do I spell my name and do I go by any other aliases? It's really important to know that when you fill out an application, people, well, there are human errors, so to speak. So when they punch in your name, sometimes someone may misspell your name. And what happens with that is that it ends up as an alias on your credit report. And it's really important to manage that and make sure that that information is actually removed from your credit history. So a lot of people will pull up their credit history and see their name spelled 15 different ways. The other thing is when you get married or when you get divorced, making sure that your names are spelled correctly on your credit history and making sure that your previous name is no longer your main name on the credit report. So it's always good to check that information and make sure that it's correct and suppress the information that's incorrect. With what companies have I applied for credit? Inquiries. That's another thing that the mathematical or the FICO score is looking at. Now, here's the thing. I have always said that inquiries are a a good why, an old wives tale in terms of them hurting your FICO score. But the consumer credit scoring models actually show a deduction every time you pull your credit. But it's not going to be from the financial or the auto side. So it's important to know and understand that inquiries do not hurt your credit. But the thing that you want to do is pay attention to those inquiries. This is the way that you can stop identity theft, too. Uh, I hope all of you out there that are listening to this podcast have listened to my previous ones about monitoring your credit and how important that is to you, because no one can protect you from identity theft. Only you can by making sure that you pay attention to the alerts with any monitoring company that you are working with. The other thing is, how many employers have I had over the span of my professional life? Well, it's that's another really important thing. Sometimes people have 10 different employers showing up on their credit report, but it's really only important to have your current employer showing on your credit report. Now, for background investigations and things of that nature, the credit agencies, just to remind you, are going to keep this information. They're going to suppress it so that it's not visible for others to see, but I would contact the agencies and make sure that they're only recording and reporting who your current employer is. And if you own a business, making sure that you show that you work for that particular company and not that you own that business per se. Now, we've talked about this in previous shows that you have three different scores. You have a consumer credit score, a financial credit score, and an auto 
credit score. So the ones that I'm really referring to and what you're looking at when you're looking at your credit agencies and finding out if you need to remove names or addresses or how much you owe and the different credit cards that you have, you're really looking at your consumer credit report because as consumers, we only have access to consumer credit reports. The banks, the financial institutions have access to the financial credit reports and they're using a different algorithm. Really what they're looking at is pretty much the last four to six years of data, payment history, and information to decipher what their FICO score is going to look at or going to give you a score from. And then the auto FICO score, auto credit score is loosely based on the amount of automobiles you've purchased over the life of your credit. So if you've never purchased an automobile, chances are you don't have a very high auto FICO score because they are taking other things into consideration like your credit cards and how long you've had that, your utilization factors, how much you use your credit cards, how much interest you pay, things of that nature. But this is the reason and why a lot of auto dealerships have the first-time buyers thing where, unfortunately, you get charged a higher interest rate if you've never purchased a car before. So those are the things that you really, really need to know and understand when we talk about your credit equaling your habits. All of these different factors come into play when you're looking at your FICO score. So it's important for us to manage how the information is showing up on your credit report. Pull your credit report off from any of the monitoring sites that you're monitoring with, or as you know, the government has allowed us to pull our credit report for free from annualcreditreport.com once a year. So that means you get a free copy of all three of your credit reports from all of the agencies for free once a year. So exercise your right to look at the information that's on your credit report and make sure that it's accurate so that when you pull your FICO score, your credit score from these three different places that I'm talking about, your consumer, your financial, or your auto, it's going to be the highest possible. I hope this has been helpful. If you need any more tips or you need any more information, please listen to our past shows. And I pray that you would share this information on your social media, that you would share it with your friends and family. I think it's super important information that we teach each other how to win. And thank you so much for coming to the show. See ya.